Good evening, my fellow Americans. Take the red pill. We're at war with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. The disastrous rise of misplaced power exists. All we have built, all we have worked for, would be destroyed. There is nothing the political establishment will not do. And this nation will not be fully free until all its citizens are free. Our arms must be mighty, ready for instant action. These criminals cannot be rewarded so that no potential aggressor may be tempted to risk his own destruction. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. They're coming after you and I'm just standing in their way. Here I am. You and I have a rendezvous with death. The cost of freedom is always high. Those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the Founding Fathers. This is a crusade! This is a holy war against the deep state! We never wanted to be right, but yet things are all adding up to the firestorm. America is a land of heroes, a place where greatness is born, where destinies are forged, and where legends come to life. This is the home of Thomas Edison and Teddy Roosevelt, of many great generals, including Washington, Pershing, Patton, and MacArthur. This is the home of Abraham Lincoln, Frederick Douglass, Amelia Earhart, Harriet Tubman, the Wright brothers, Neil Armstrong, and so many more. This is the country where children learn names like Wyatt Earp, Davy Crockett, and Annie Oakley. This is the place where the Pilgrims landed at Plymouth and where Texas Patriots made their last stand at the Alamo. The American nation was carved out of the vast frontier by the toughest, strongest, fiercest, and most determined men and women ever to walk on the face of the earth. Our ancestors braved the unknown, tamed the wilderness, settled the Wild West, lifted millions from poverty, disease, and hunger, vanquished tyranny and fascism, ushered the world to new heights of science and medicine, laid down the railroads, dug out the canals, raised up the skyscrapers. Our ancestors built the most exceptional republic ever to exist in all of human history, and we are making it greater than ever before. This is our glorious and magnificent inheritance. We are Americans. We are pioneers. We are the pathfinders. We settled the new world. We built the modern world, and we change history forever by embracing the eternal truth that everyone is made equal by the hand of Almighty God. America is the place where anything can happen. America is the place where anyone can rise. And here, on this land, on this soil, on this continent, the most incredible dreams come true. This nation is our canvas, 
and this country is our masterpiece. We look at tomorrow and see unlimited frontiers just waiting to be explored. Our brightest discoveries are not yet known. Our most thrilling stories are not yet told. Our grandest journeys are not yet made. The American age, the American epic, the American adventure has only just begun. Our spirit is still young. The sun is still rising. God's grace is still shining. And my fellow Americans, the best is yet to come. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. Welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. Live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy of the Marxist revolution coming to the Western world. And that right there was a video by uh, the old Joe M. of The Best is Yet to Come, the last one that I believe he did pertaining to Trump's, uh, at least at least the, the biggest famous one that he did. That was Trump's... Uh, State of the Union address uh, back in 20, what, 2020, 2019, I think it was. Yeah, 2019, uh, right before we went into the 2020 election. And uh, if you're new here to the Red Pill Project or the Daily Dose or anything that we do here, uh, please hit that subscribe button, man. That that definitely does help us. Hit that like button. If you're on Rumble, hit the, hit that little thumbs up thing. Hit those Hit those like buttons, guys. Come on, give us... Give us a little recognition here. You know, I know I say us because it's just me, but, you know, give us a little recognition here. That's awesome. It helps us. It supports us. Uh, for everybody out there, it is supporting us. The Battle of the Streams is going on. Rumble, DLive. We have Pilled. And we have Facebook as well as there's ways to help support everything that I'm doing that we're doing over on redpills.tv, redpills.tv. That's our website. And then from there, you can find our private social network, socialredpill.com. Uh, that's linked up at the top there. Plus there's ways to, to kind of help support us there. And then there's a whole bunch of affiliate links in there that uh, are things that we use ourselves, And we, we hope that you do as well, including, by the way, the uh, Inforce Coriolis Versicolor Mushrooms. You know, we've had uh, Kurt and Kristen on multiple times talking about this for your pets, for yourself. You can get all different types, whether it's cats, your dogs, your horses, or even for yourself. These things are absolutely awesome. Um, yesterday, my voice hurt really bad. I was kind of uh, um, thought I had maybe laryngitis or something coming down. It's still a little sore today, but a lot better been taking my mushroom supplements. I'm telling you, these things are phenomenal. So go on over there and that's redpills.tv slash mushroom. If my mods can go ahead and put those in the chats, that'd be awesome. Redpills.tv slash mushrooms. Check them out, guys. They're awesome. But I want to get started because we got a lot to talk about tonight. You just saw that video. The best is yet to come. Now, what's, what's going on here? There's a lot of a lot of shit happening in the world, man. And it's like I've always said, there's two sides, two factions that are fighting each other. And, and what we're seeing is we're seeing the result of the battles. And right now you have what we would call the white hats or the, the Patriots. Trump the other day wearing the white hat delivering the pizzas, right? 
fighting off the Marxist, the socialist, the deep state, the globalist. They're all one and the same. Yesterday, Donald Trump overwhelmingly won the Iowa caucus. Um, I don't even know how the pundits could even think that Haley or DeSantis even had a freaking chance. Um, we knew that this was going to be a blowout from the get-go, and that's exactly what happened. Donald Trump absolutely dominating, winning 98 out of 99 Iowa counties. <laughs> Nikki Haley flipped Johnson County with a single vote over Trump <clears throat> of uh, 1271 to 1270. Well over 50% of Republicans voted for Donald Trump. I believe it was 57% was the final number. And this is interesting because you only had a 14% Republican turnout. So only a 14% Republican turnout, which kind of interesting on that. Okay. Now, I've been kind of questioning Vivek Ramaswamy, right? I've said, uh, I think he's going to be his VP. I still think he's going to be his VP. I, I haven't changed that tone. I do believe that Vivek is close ties with the World Economic Forum. You know, he he was a scholar directly out of them. He was part of the Young Leaders Group. Um, he's man had a successful company. He's been integrated in that globalist infrastructure. But if you remember when we were talking about DeSantis, when DeSantis came along, I was saying that it seems like DeSantis is the one to kind of see who would turn their backs on Donald Trump, right? That, that DeSantis potentially, whether DeSantis knew it or not, was working for Donald Trump. He was utilized to, to basically find out who the snakes were, who were going to turn their backs and abandon Donald Trump at the last minute. You got to remember, Donald Trump's number one thing that he looks for in, in quality in a human being is loyalty. In this last four years, we've all stuck with Donald Trump. And, and I still, to this day, stick with Donald Trump. But how many turned? How many went to DeSantis? How many went to Nikki Haley? How many went to Vivek? Not many, but what we find is that DeSantis was a tool utilized to find out who the snakes were hiding within the Trump camps. Who's going to leave when DeSantis rises to the top and gets the billions of dollars of donors? And then those donors switch gears and turn over to Trump. Now the left, you know, Reed Hoffman of, of Netflix, the founder of Netflix, uh, sorry, LinkedIn. He is funding Nikki Haley. This is not a Republican. This is a Democrat. Okay. She's become the new neoliberal candidate out there. So what we've seen over the last two years is really who's loyal to Donald Trump? Who really is MAGA? Who wants to make America great again? Who are the patriots out there? And then you get Vivek that comes on the scene. And, and we talked about this a few times, that, that Vivek seems to be out there pushing Trump's message. He, he's going through the debates. He's calling out all these son of a bitches for who they actually are, corrupt beyond any means. And it didn't make sense that he's telling people Donald Trump had the election stolen from him. Donald Trump's a good guy. You know, I support Donald Trump. Donald Trump should be here. And then when Vivek gets 7% in the Iowa caucus, he drops out of the race, endorses Donald Trump, meets with Donald Trump in Rhode Island today. 
And uh, Donald Trump comes out and says that they're going to be working together for a very long time. As if, guess what, guys? They were working together all along. And I do believe that this was the case. Let's do this, guys. It's good to see you. It's good to be back to New Hampshire. We miss you guys. We're going to make this happen, and you guys know this well. You know this man. You know why we're here, patriots across the state. We are in the middle of a war in this country. That's what this is. It's not a war between black and white. It's not between Democrat and Republican, even in a deeper sense. It's between the permanent state and the everyday citizen. Between those of us who love the United States of America and a fringe minority who hates this country and what we stand for. And right now we need a commander-in-chief who will lead us to victory in this war. That's what we need in this country. Okay. Now, Vivek has joined the Trump camp. Why is this important? Do you remember when I started talking how this is the War of the Roses? That you have elites at all levels, business, finance, uh, royal families, secret societies. Uh, you have politicians. You have all of these various factions, the multi-headed hydra that are fighting each other. And I said, this started with Elon Musk. I said, there's billionaires out there who do not agree with the depopulation agenda, that do not agree with the globalist agenda. They don't want Marxism coming into the West or the world. And I said that more and more of these billionaires will join the ranks of Donald Trump. Well, Vivek apparently seems to be one of them. Donald Trump is bringing them in. To me, I think that's a good strategy. Do I fully trust Vivek? Absolutely not. I, I do not fully trust anybody. Actually, it's come, come to be a realization of mine as of recently with a lot of things that have happened in my life over the last two to three years. I don't fucking trust anybody. Like, I don't trust anybody. And you shouldn't either. You know, life is a, a series, a sequence of events that occur over and over within that same moment. And at the end of the day, one thing that you'll realize is that the only person you can trust is yourself. And I think Donald Trump really and truly does understand that. He trusted Pompeo, got screwed. He trusted freaking Nikki Haley, got screwed. Trusted DeSantis, got screwed. Trust yourself. Trust your heart. Trust your soul. Trust your spirit. See, if you give your trust to other people, man... They will turn that shit on you in a heartbeat. The moment shit goes bad, <laughs> they could give two shits. So, is Vivek a good guy or a bad guy? I think it's still the, too early to be known, but Trump is keeping him close. Trump is keeping him close in the sense that either keep your, uh, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer, or... Vivek really, truly does believe in the agenda of making America great again and sees great financial gain that can come for it and wants to go against the globalists. Uh, Papa Ke Kelly said, uh, Trump, I believe, is a Zionist. I, I don't disagree. Um, his daughter's married to uh, a Zionist. Uh, both of his daughters are married to Zionists. 
Uh, he's got deep connections, Israel. But is it the deep state Israel or is it the other Israel? Um, I think that's still too early to tell. I got my own opinions on that. But I think that at the level that Trump is at, you have to play that game. You, you have to play that game at the world stage. You have to make allies. You, you can't go into it completely unfeathered. You can't go into it without allies, without people who are surrounding you that have your back. And I think that one of the things that we've seen, and if you want my like complete worldview on this whole situation, let, let's, let's freaking talk about it. Because we're moving into 2024. The final battle's coming. The stage is set. That's the episode name tonight. Let's talk about what freaking happened. Because I hear all this talk all the time. White hats and military and this and that. The one thing that I know for certain are things that I've experienced in my life. Things that I've had validated and proved to me time and time again with substantiation of evidence, okay? These are the things that we can empirically say, go out there and say that are true and real, okay? Now, we don't need to dive into speculation. What we do know, and by the way, Trump posted this the other day, I believe it was at 157 or 657 or something like that, and it was a timestamp. Basically, it's time to release it all. And it goes to Q post with the same timestamp that's saying we got the servers talking about Hillary Clinton's private email servers, talking about the Burisma servers. Burisma servers are a good place to start. Actually, you know what? Maybe there's a few more people watching this because um, I'm going to bring this up. I'm going to bring this up because I saw this and it kind of pissed me off because if anybody goes out there and remembers a show I did, okay, Remembers a show I did with uh, with Jeff, and, and I like Jeff. I, I'm not against any. I'm not in the middle of this patriot war. I don't have enemies in the patriot community. Um, I, I like Jeff in the Matrix. Um, good dude. We've had him on the. I've been on his show, um, but he put this out today. He says, "What happens if low, mid, senior, non-corrupt patriots learn they were sold out? What happens?" And he says right here. The, trade, the traders sold saps. How do you break up something this big? What happens if mid-low senior patriots learn they were sold out? What happens? Who is waiting with open arms with a plan to reorganize a single entity with a direct OS of trusted patriots? So this was a Q post, 810. And this is pertaining to the traders sold special access programs. Now, if you go back to my theories, I, I've been talking about this for a very long time. I said, welcome to the party. I broke this story four years ago, actually five years ago now. <laughs> um, tried explaining it to you one time and you didn't want to hear it. Here you go. And it goes to the cue to storm video. Now, why is that interesting? Because we've been talking about this from the get-go. If you go to our Substack, there is an article published on there called the multi-domain battlefield. Okay, it's right here. Multi-domain battlefield, part one, stolen secrets. Do you want proof that we are winning? This is not about hoping or propagating false narratives. This is about what is really happening and how it is happening. And, and it goes into some ideas of warfare, of the multi-generational war, or uh, multi-generation warfare, as well as 5GW warfare. Okay. But then it goes in to talk about Donald Trump. It goes in to talk about 
why Donald Trump would be brought into the fold of all this. How did all this happen? You, you have to understand the situation and the scenario that was set up between the transition of Bush going out the door and Obama coming in the door. It, it goes back to Clinton. It goes back to Bush one. And, and I pointed this out and, and it's hard to prove, but we have to understand is that the deep state has no political affiliation, but political powers run and operate the deep state. Right now it's the Marcus Marxist left that run the deep state. Okay. The neocons ran it under Bush, two years of Bush. The neocons ran it before under Daddy Bush. Okay. Clinton hijacked it. Now, how did Clinton hijack the election from George Bush Sr.? Well, you have to go back to the House of Harriman. You have to go back to Avril Harriman and his wife, who supported George Walker Bush during his presidency after the Reagan um, eight years. They funded his campaign. Within four years, he turned his back on the globalists and sold them out and did what he wanted to do. So they removed him from office by entering a third party primary, by entering a third party independent candidate, Ross Perot. Bill Clinton ends up getting enough needed votes because Ross Perot took 14% of the vote. Bill Clinton wins over George Bush. And who funded Bill Clinton? It was the House of Harriman. Okay. So this war begins in and around that time frame. That warframe was to control the flow of 1A drugs, this is the heroin epidemic, and 2B oil and gas, the Middle East, the destabilization of the Middle East. And I would imagine that in the, in the War of the Roses, the question is, is who's going to lead this revolution to destabilize the Middle East to bring 20 years of warfare in to produce the new world order type of situation, the thousand rays of light that they talk about? Bush, Bush Sr. wanted to do this. And, you know, the House of Harriman said, no, you're, you're too much in it for yourself. You're making too much money off of this. You're you're going out there and, and doing things that are not in alignment with what we're saying. So we're going to put our, our hench boy in there. And this is where Bill Clinton comes in. He creates NAFTA and GATT, takes all the jobs in the United States, sends them overseas. Our ec economy starts to decline. He decreased our military by over 22% during that time frame. OK, and he allowed the pharmaceutical companies to run rampant within the United States of America, allowing them to advertise on TV and allowing various different types of painkillers, oxycodons, oxycontins, oxycodons, codeine, these types of things to run rampant and be prescribed to kids, as well as various other pharmaceutical drugs like um, um, Adderall and so forth, which produces an addiction type mentality to where in the 2000s. They pull these drugs off the scene and these people have to go to illicit drugs to basically go out there and get their fix because they're now addicted. And then they end up dying of heroin overdoses and then fentanyl gets added into it. This is a planned plot of destruction of the United States of America that's been going on for a very, very long time. Now, Bill Clinton was the one who really allowed a lot of that to happen. Well, then we have Bill Clinton out, right? We have Al Gore that runs and Bush Jr. runs and ends up winning. Why? Because Florida gets the election stolen. Yeah, George Bush Jr. stole the fucking election in his brother's state that he was governor of and that his daddy appointed the Supreme Court justice to are the ones that ruled on it. Absolutely. Okay, someone said no sound. Unmute your tab. Uh, try doing that. 
Everybody else has got sound. So he takes Florida and wins the election. Okay. That was a coup by the neocons. The next thing you know, September 11th happens. This is the new neocon plot to go in there. The financial sectors had been financing the Marxist left. The fascist right wanted to come in. The neocons wanted to come in and take power and control. This is Dick Cheney, Halle Burton. They wanted to get in there, get their pipelines. They wanted to, to facilitate the heroin trade, get it rocking and rolling again. This is what happened September 11th. This exasperated all of this. This is where the Patriot Act gets enacted. Something else was happening during this time frame. Very specific. I believe, in my honest opinion, a lot of what Daddy Bush was hiding from the Marxist deep state was things that he knew as the head of the CIA that he did not want to give up, okay? These are deep ingrained military secrets. These are military secrets that that would ruin our country if they were ever released. I believe that he was put in place in the presidency to release those things and it never happened. This is why you get Bill Clinton that comes in with his chief of staff, John Podesta. And one of the first two things that they do is go out there and try to release the Roswell files and try to release information on extraterrestrials and UFOs and all this stuff. And it doesn't happen. They get shut down. Those types of things are under what's known as special access programs, SAP programs. Daddy Bush, head of the CIA in the 70s, would have known exactly of these things, specifically being an Air Force pilot or Navy pilot, sorry, during World War II, he would have known of these things. Being on the Armed Forces Services Committee, he would have known these things as a congressman in the 50s, okay, as well as a CIA agent. I believe that George Herbert Walker Bush was the smoking man portrayed in the X-Files. That's just my theory of kind of what Chris Carter modeled him after is that Bush senior type of person. I'm not saying he's a good guy, evil as fuck, but he had secrets and these factions, they hold on to these secrets. They hold on to dirt about other candidates. They hold on to dirt about other world leaders and other powers. Why? Because those are negotiating tactics on the big board game of the world that's being played out for world domination. He was holding this out. They put him in power to release this information, to get it out in to the rest of the deep state so they could go out there, corporations could take this and start developing and building on this. He wouldn't release it. This is why they removed him. Bill Clinton comes in. What's he doing? He starts dismantling the military by almost 22%. But that's not all he did. Bill Clinton reduced the federal funding per military contractors during that time. Basically eliminating almost, what, 30 to 40% of all various types of military contractors, which eventually would go out of business and get reabsorbed by larger military contractors. Okay, so basically, if you have, let's say, 500 military defense contractors during Bush Sr., during Bill Clinton, that reduces down to maybe 10. They all go out of business because the funding is released from them. And then these big 10 come in there. Why? Because it's easier to get information and manage 
10 companies and corporations than it is to try to find out who within 500 has the information that you need. And if they bought all those other companies out, they're going to absorb the information. <clears throat> so I believe that there is a war between these two sides. They remedy the war. But in the mid-2000s, we start seeing certain news coming out in the military pertaining to nuclear events, broken arrow type of situations. Number one is you have a, a flight that leaves Minot, North Dakota, all right? You have a flight that leaves Minot, North Dakota, and I'm going to go up here. I'm going I'm to pull up my article here because I think that this is important for a lot of people to, to kind of understand what's going on here. Because this all ties into what's happening right now with all these classified meetings that you're hearing about with UAP disclosure uh, of what is really at stake. And this is why the best is yet to come. The new world, the, the 10 new cities, all of this stuff all has to do with what we're talking about here, people. Okay. Classified nuclear components incidents, an unusual, an unusual event in 2006 when four Minutemen three ICBM electrical fuses were sent to Taiwan makes even less sense than the last event that I'll talk about in a minute, but that that actually comes after this. Apparently, these fuses, which are a a level of classified military technology, were sent from the Minot Air Force Base to the Defense Logistics Agency in Utah. The intake of this tech was done by a private contracting contracting firm known as EGNG. Somewhere in the process, these electrical fuses, which make the ICBM go boom, were mislabeled as helicopter batteries and placed on a shelf with other helicopter batteries. Remember, this was four boxes of electrical fuses. Next, those same four boxes were mislabeled and placed with all the other boxes of helicopter batteries, hundreds of them. These four boxes happened to be singled out and sent to Taiwan in August of 2006. It wasn't until March of the next year that Taiwan discovered that they did not have batteries that they requested. I asked around, uh, I didn't ask around. I was actually told by somebody I knew in Washington, D.C., who was a former high ranking military official. I've mentioned this before. I don't put it, I don't put this out a lot. I'm not going to mention anything more than that. I don't like really getting it out in the public. But this person told me that what had happened is that these four boxes were on a ship headed towards China and were interdicted by the Taiwanese intelligence agency and then were returned to the United States of America, which caused this whole event to unfold. So what happened? Apparently the electrical fuses were a cover for something else. I do not know what this something else was, but it was not electrical fuses. The fuses were not discovered, but instead interdicted before they made their way to China. Okay. Now, why does that, why is this kind of important? Because there is a technology that was classified as helicopter batteries sent over to Taiwan and then sent to China. So that means that somebody in the mix was sending highly classified military technology to China. Okay. There's another event that took place. And this one, I, I thought it had it in here. You can hear my voice squeaking a little bit. Let me find it here. So that's talking about EG&G. If you want to know who EG&G, oh, the, the, the Bent Spear incident, this one. 
The nuclear warhead in the, in the missiles were supposed to have been removed before taking the missiles from the storage bunker. Okay, so if you've never heard of this, if you're former military, if you worked on nukes, and I know we got a few people in the audience, I know specifically we're in the Air Force and worked on nukes, okay? Now, the Bear, the Bent Spear incident, between August 29th to 30th, 2007, six AGM-129 ACM cruise missiles, which loaded with a W-80-1 variable yield nuclear warhead, were mistakenly loaded onto a B-52H heavy bomber and got halfway across the country before they realized their mistake. That doesn't happen. That is quite literally impossible to happen. Armed nuclear warheads do not get loaded onto a plane unless you have a laundry list of signatures and checks and balances of multiple high-ranking people and people who will lose their jobs in those positions if that did happen. What was this about? Whatever that plane was carrying was not nuclear warheads. And what we believe it was it was meant to crash or go down but it was stopped before it happened so we start seeing a trend here we start seeing military secrets highly classified military technology being sold off to foreign countries or being set up to be sold off to foreign countries we know that the military generals during this time most likely would have saw this and said hey we got traitors in our own ranks we need to do something about so what do they do? They call some specialty meetings and get a few senators on their sides and they set up an investigation internal to the DOD. You got to remember FISA warrants can not only be issued by the FISA court, but also by the U S army judge advocate general. So these generals could have put together a case, went to the army JAG and had FISA warrants issued on certain people. Then they would need some type of electronic countermeasure to go out there and spy on congressmen, senators, government contractors, for, uh, other military officers to find out who is stealing military secrets and selling them to foreign countries. But you got to remember, what the Marxist left deep state wanted to do is they wanted to get this technology out of these black projects as the neocons had been holding it in the military industrial complex for a very, very long time. That was their thing. They wanted to get it out. And daddy Bush said, not giving it to you. Bush Jr. said, not happening, not giving it to you. So what do they do? They want to try to get it out there. So they start stealing. So these military generals, constitutionalists go out there and start investigating this. Well, what are they going to use? They're going to use a military intelligence branch that is highly integrated into technology to spy on these people. You have two options. You have the Defense Intelligence Agency, which really isn't equipped for that, or you have the National Security Agency, the NSA. So they go to the NSA, they create this program, they start spying on congressmen, senators, presidents, government contractors. And what happens? Edward Snowden, a protege of of John Brennan gets sent from the CIA over to the NSA, infiltrates this group, gets into this group, exposes the whole program, says they're spying on American citizens. Yeah, they were spying on congressmen, senators. They were spying on military officers. They were spying on defense contractors. I wonder why. 
I wonder why they were doing that. Right after that, when Barack Obama gets reelected, 198 military generals get fired from the military. During that same time is when Andrew Breitbart gets killed for releasing and starting to release Pizzagate information, which is implicating Hillary Clinton, President Epstein, all this stuff. Uh, you have Michael Hastings, car crash, fiery car crash. What happened there? He's out there investigating John Brennan for creating a technology that can hack cars and produce assassinations. He gets this information from somebody in the military. Nobody knows who. He dies in a fiery car crash when his car crashes into a tree at 150 miles per hour. Who was the person he might have been talking to? Well, he's the one that Michael Hastings, by the way, before he died, he exposed General McChrystal. Not really trying to, but he ended up getting General McChrystal fired. Now, who am I talking about here? I'm talking about General McChrystal, who led the Afghan forces. He got fired by Obama. Now, Michael Hastings had free reign to all of McChrystal's staff, including a colonel who was his chief of staff. The colonel who was the chief of staff of General McChrystal, who potentially gave all this information through proxy of his brother to Michael Hastings, a reporter, about what CIA was doing and what John, uh, John Brennan was doing. I wonder who this colonel was. At the time, his name was Colonel Charles Flynn. who had a connection directly with Michael Hastings. At the time, his brother, General Michael Flynn, was the head of the Defense Intelligence Agency. If you remember, it was Michael Flynn's good friend, Admiral Mike Rogers, who came into the NSA after all those admirals and generals were fired to clean it up. He's also the same one who told Trump that there's FISA warrants on them and they're spying on him, risking his whole career to do so. That doesn't sound like traitors to me. That sounds like people who care for their country and are trying to figure out what the hell is going on and trying to expose it. Now, Charles Flynn is a four-star general and still in command. And most people want to say that, you know, oh, anything, right? Listen, we will find out the truth. This story will be told one day, okay? But let's go back a little bit. Hillary Clinton's emails. I've put this out there many times before. 33,000 Hillary Clinton's emails can't find. What was the connection? We had the Inspector General of the Intelligence Community, McCullough, who testified in front of the House Intelligence Committee that Hillary Clinton's emails were classified special access programs. Special access programs. He says, I'm the inspector general of the intelligence community. I couldn't even get read into them. The chairman's like, well, what about me? He goes, I can't read you in. You have to ask them. Okay. The most guarded, highly classified secrets of our military, of our government. That was what was in Hillary Clinton's emails to when she hit reply or forward on her home server. There was metadata in the home server that would send it to a email address, a Gmail address that had IP'd directly off the coast of China and was a Chinese company. Okay. So every time she replied or forwarded an email, it would be sent to that Gmail address. 
every email <coughs> that she replied to or forwarded was one of these special access program emails. As in, she was intentionally doing it. And she received millions upon millions of dollars from Russia and China during that time. China also, from that time of Barack Obama to, to Donald Trump, increased their military technological advancement decades highly more advanced. I wonder how. Now, the question is, is what was in those emails? Now, Donald Trump, I believe, knew what was in those. The generals absolutely knew what was in those emails. You got to remember, they saw Wiener's laptop. They knew the information he had on that laptop. The same information that Julian Assange has within the WikiLeaks. He said, I have certain information in here that deals with outer-worldly events, outer-worldly things, but I won't release it. That was the stuff that they do not want him to release, and that's why he has been gagged and stuffed in prison. But if we watch the actions of Donald Trump, when Donald Trump gets in, we start to realize what it was. Donald Trump immediately used the Department of Justice to go down and shut down a, a educational exchange program that Barack Obama implemented in 2009 with China. This is what allowed China and U.S. universities to interchange students, professors, and technology. China was coming in and investing in very specific universities and then investing in specific professors, paying those professors a lot of money to come over to the Wuhan Institute of Technology or other universities in China to where they would honeypot them and get any information that they could out of them. Dr. Charles Lieber, we know one of them, of Harvard University, who was named in this, is one of those people. There was 32 professors in total from what I showed in my research that were arrested. The one common factor with every single one of those professors and universities was that they either had a National Science Foundation grant, a DARPA grant, or a DOD grant pertaining to special access programs that they were working on. Uh, if you're posting links, please stop that. I don't know what those links are. Dude, you're going to get blocked. Please stop. Yep, you're fucked. Hold on, guys. I got to moderate Facebook because some fucking idiot. All right. Boop. Done. Oh, God. Oh, we got Dr. Shiva in there. Posting a whole bunch of shit going under the, the moniker of Tony Klaus on, on Facebook. Get the hell out of here, dude. Sheba's a narcissistic prick. I like him. I think he's a smart dude. But he's a narcissist. Okay, so going back into this. Ruh -ruh, raggy. So, Donald Trump starts having these professors arrested. They all have access to special access programs. They were all working on nanotechnology. They were working on space-based metals, propulsion, and weapon systems. Hmm. So what was in Hillary Clinton's emails? Hillary Clinton's emails, the special access program emails, 
was a program under Barack Obama. Remember, they consolidated all of the military industrial complex into a few different companies because they wanted to get all of this interdimensional alien tech, whatever the hell that technology is, out of those programs. But the very right deep state wouldn't allow it to get out. So what do they do? They consolidated these things. They infiltrated it. And then they tried to get it into the universities. Bob Lazar even talks about this. You need to get this technology into the universities so that we can reverse engineer it. So they start giving these grants to the universities and releasing some of these materials and some of this technology directly to them. Hillary Clinton was sending the emails directly from the projects, the special access programs of what university and what professor were getting the grants so that China would know which university and which professor to invest in and then go in there, grab that professor, honeypot them, and get all the information pertaining to the technology that they were working on that was highly advanced. And that's how China increased their military technology and problems by decades within just a small amount of time. That's why Donald Trump went in there and had all those 32 professors arrested during that time frame. Now, what does that have to do with everything that's happening now? The Marxists waged a coup in 2020. They are so close to having full control of that technology and that power. The one thing is that a lot of that technology has still been suppressed and is still kept in these programs. As in reverse engineered alien replication vehicles. I don't know if they're alien, if they're interdimensional or spiritual. I don't know. We don't have enough information on that. I can go off of what I've been told. I can go off of what I've seen. A highly advanced technology, far more advanced than anything we can ever imagine. And from what we got is that some of these companies have reverse engineered a lot of this technology. This thing right here is a piece of that technology they found a long time ago that they were able to reverse engineer. Okay? So what does that mean? is if the left Marxists, if the, the one faction of this deep state is able to get a hold of this technology and completely encircle it, they will rule over humanity forever and ever, and there will be nothing that we can do because they'll have full dynamic control over us. I believe that there's another faction out there who's made contact and, and made deals. Donald Trump, a few other people who are the ones helping guard this technology. This is why we're not seeing it come out right now. This is why these programs are holding very, very tight onto it. You wanted to know military is in control. What does that mean? To me, that means that there's very deep factions of our military and the military industrial complex that are guarding these secrets and will not release them. They will turn congressmen and senators away. They won't let anybody get in there until this technology is ready to be released at the right time. Now, is Donald Trump the one that's going to facilitate that? I do believe so. I do believe that when, when Donald Trump gets back in, we are going to see this information, this technology come to the surface. It's going to happen. I think with the coup, they were hoping to bring this technology out under Joe Biden. They're hoping the deep state could get out there and get this technology and get it out there so they could usher it in. This is why they're trying to bring down a collapse before this happens. Now, this is just a theory, but it makes sense if you look at the narrative and how it's unfolding. 
The world is absolutely changing in front of our eyes. Liberals are on a meltdown. Marxists are, are on a meltdown that Donald Trump won Iowa. And he's going to win the live free and die state. He's going to win Rhode Island. You have Justin Trudeau. If Donald Trump wins the U.S. presidential election in November, it'll be the step back that makes life tough for Canada. You have Yuval Noah Harari yesterday saying if Donald Trump wins the presidential election, it is the end of the global order. They're, they're not hiding it. They will scorch this earth before they ever give up power. But here's the thing is they don't have that high level technology. If you remember the Whitley Island incident, do you remember when the guy stole the Q400-8 airplane? What did Q say afterwards? And F-15 is the one that shot it down or the one that was taking it down. Special weapon. Remember Wibley Island, the missile that was launched at Air Force One? Special weapon took it down. These are the people that Trump's working with. I believe that there is a deep military state. I don't know, but from what I get from it, is they're patriots. That their constitution, they, they want this republic. We are in a war of power. We are in a war of the roses. Is military the only way? I think military plays a very critical role. And what I mean by that is various military leadership, names we probably never heard of, that are out there guarding some of the most highly technologically advanced things on this planet from very, very powerful and horrible people who would utilize it against humanity. And I think that they're holding it to the point where Donald Trump's come back and then it gets released in the world. Go back to QPost, March of 2018. We are going to show you a whole new world. He also says a brave new world, a whole new world. Donald Trump, we're going to build brand new cities. I wonder why. Is that because all these other cities are going to be destroyed? Or is it because we have the technology to bring back things that haven't been seen on this planet for a long time? I don't know. I'm just kind of going off on it. But Trump's win yesterday was a shot heard around the world, as Dan Scavino was saying. We have absolute liberal meltdown. I had the Maddow video. She's just freaking out about fascists and fascist control of the United States. So what's next? Well, how about this? This is Donald Trump yesterday. How many flags did he have in his acceptance speech? 17. What was he doing the, earlier that day? Wearing a white hat, delivering pizzas. He's been coordinating his, uh, his, some of his posts on True Social with direct coordination with QPOS. I think that military in control means that the secrets that they are trying to get, the high-level technology that they're trying to get, is very, very safe and out of their hands and reach. That's why they're, they're going on the genetic storm. That's why they're on that other side of the aisle trying to look in research, this is why you have Epstein, Gates, why you have, uh, you know, Alphabet, um, Sergey Brin, Larry Page, all of them investing heavily in these genomics companies because this is the one point of scientific breakthrough that they were able to control and become highly advanced in. 
So then we find out just yesterday, China researching engineers, uh, they, China's researchers engineered a deadly coronavirus strain targeting the brain and 100% kill rate in mice acknowledge potential spillover to human beings. Hmm. Interesting. This comes at the same time Russia is out there again talking about U.S. military biologists are aimed at forming artificially managed epidemics throughout the world. We have the World Economic Forum this last week talking about disease X. We have two years ago, they talked about catastrophic contagion. Tucker Carlson just did a special with Dr. Joseph Ladapo, the Florida Attorney General of could foreign DNA enter your cells through mRNA COVID vaccines and change your DNA and humanity itself forever? The answer is yes, it can. But then a breath of fresh air when something else happened. Oh, no, then we had, okay, how about this one? Travers, travelers at Dulles and Reagan airports exposed to measles linked to international tra uh, travel. Remember I talked about how the next pandemic disease acts to catastrophic contagion will be geographically separated diseases. All different types of diseases that come about because of the immunosuppression in the people due to the vaccine that are going to spread like wildfire in certain geographical areas. That's what we're seeing right now, right? White lung, we have measles. But there was something interesting that happened today. This article right here. Let me pull this up. Scientists discover how to deactivate COVID using UV light to de de decontaminate spaces. Um, this is interesting, guys. You know why it's interesting? And I think I'm the only one on Twitter who pointed this out. Let's pull this up. Supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light. And then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, you can, which you can do either through the skin or uh, in some other way. Suppose Donald Trump said it in April of 2020. Remember, he looked at Dr. Burks and she's like, oh, well, you can decontaminate spaces with it. Okay, well, that's kind of interesting. Donald Trump said that. What did they say in this article? Check this out, guys. Are you ready for this shit? The university spokeswoman said by using a specialized ultraviolet laser at two different wavelengths, the scientists were able to determine how each viral component degraded under the bright light. They discovered that the genomic material was highly sensitive to degradation and protein spikes lost their ability to bind to human cells. Do you understand what that just said? The ultraviolet laser at two different wavelengths, when point on the skin, deactivate the spike protein. So if someone's got the vax that's producing them to be immunocompromised because the vax is activated and latching on to ACE and ACE2 receptors, UV radiation deactivates it. Not my words, the scientist's words. 
the magic bullet. Scientists have found a way to switch off harmful, harmful coronavirus particles like the notorious COVID-19 using ultraviolet light, which can help clean public spaces. The team from the University of Southampton looked at how UV laser light can target the virus's genetic core and the sp protein spikes sticking out. Both needed to pass on infection. UV light could be used uh, be, could be a useful decontamination where conventional liquid-based methods weren't suitable. It's funny how they use it like, oh, we're going to use it as decontaminating rooms. Use it on yourself. UV light will deactivate COVID. Donald Trump told you four years ago. Interesting how that happens. And by the way, if you get up early in the morning and you want sunrise, you're getting a good hearty dose of that. Another thing that I would highly recommend if you're, if you do have the jab, if you do have the jab or you're sick or you're worried about your health or you're worried about the next pandemic is go check these guys out in force Coriolis versicolor mushrooms, guys. You can find that at redpills.tv slash mushroom, okay? Go on over there. If you're a business, if you're in a pet business or anything like that, and you want to be a distributor of these, you can go and actually sign up on that website, and it'll give you tons of information on how to do that. And you can get the various different animal products that they have out to them. You can go here under dogs. And they have the mush puppies, dog biscuits with uh, curlios, special colored mushrooms. They have the dog biscuits. They have the um, super sauce for cats, three pouches right there that you can buy for your animals. So check that out. You can get that all of those products from that link right there. And people are having great stories. If you guys have stories, please definitely share them with myself and uh, on the social red pill as well as uh, in these chats. Uh, yep, anybody can take them. <clears throat> guys, it's happening. The stage is set. We are entering into a new world. And on the other hand, we have these son of a bitches who are trying to stop it. This is the final battle. This is where the world, the, the war gets waged. This is where the precipice happens. This is where humanity wakes up, rises up. We get our country back. We save humanity. We get our world back. So Thompson Lindley put out there, anyone who prays, may I ask for an unspoken prayer for my family's situation, please. Thank you in advance. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thompson, uh, Thompson Lindley, everybody, please go ahead and put a prayer out for Thompson Lindley and their family. Uh, they're asking for some prayer requests on Facebook. You can go check out the comments on there. Um, our prayers go out with you and your family. And I, I'm hoping that everything is well and, and that everything does work out well. So God bless there. Guys, that's all I have for you today. Um, if you have any questions about the mushroom products, you can go to socialredpill.com, send me a message. You can send me a message on Facebook, whatever. Send me a message. Let me know. I am happy to answer any questions for you. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys all take care. Have a great day. Uh, I will see you guys tomorrow night on another episode of the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. Buckle up, buttercup. 
it's about to get real. 2024 is going to be phenomenal, but it's not going to be easy. It's going to be a uphill battle, but we can do this. We're Americans. We've been through bigger shit than this. Rock and roll, people. Good night. Try and bend the spoon. That's impossible. Only try to realize the truth. What truth? There is no spoon.